I only have questions, not answers. I'll be thinking about that for the rest of my life. Anyway, not every day, but bless you. This is Buddhist Books Podcast, episode 169, Tipitaka, part 101, in which I will be reciting Bhikkhuni Vibhanga Nisagya 2, maybe 3. We'll see how it goes. Um, our special guest today, Nam Chu Wengden. I think it's also called Kalchakra, but it's one of like three things, three, you know, uh, things referred to as Kalchakra. Um, so it's kind of more specific to call it Namchu Wingden. We talked a little bit about this. I think it was in um, episode 150, Padmasambhava part six. And the 10 letters are associated with different aspects of the physical world. Ya. The heavy green color is a symbol of the wind element. If you'd like to um, hear that whole episode, uh, go ahead and click here. Which reminds me, <clears throat> since this is Buddhist Books Podcast episode 169, that means that the next one will be episode 170. And... Uh, uh, for those who don't know, every 10 episodes, we take a little break from Tipitaka and uh, instead read, can you see it from there, this red, this bright red book, uh, The Life and Liberation of Padmasambhava. So we will be reading one canto of that in the next episode. For those who missed it, in the previous episode, Tipitaka Part 100, um, it was a little long because... I included a Tipitaka rogues gallery in which um, we briefly went over all of the people, the nuns and monks whose names were mentioned so far in uh, these, these two books as well as this book in what we've read so far and, uh, and what naughty things they did that resulted in new rules being established within the original Buddhist Sangha. So that's fun. Um, I also took the part, it, that episode was like a, a, an hour and a half, but I took the part of the episode that was the Tipitaka Rogues Gallery. See, that's what it looks like. Um, each of the monks and nuns were assigned a different cartoon character. So that's what's going on there. Uh, anyway, for the people who are watching visually, I'm referring to that. So uh, if you're on YouTube, you can click here and uh, see just the Tipitaka Rogues Gallery portion of that video. It's only an hour, like an hour and three minutes. Um, so that's fun. So um, for today, without further ado, one last thing I want to mention. Um, longtime listeners know, longtime viewers know, that I am married and living in India. My wife is Indian. 
Her name is Priyal, but that's, that's only what I call her on social media. I never say, oh, Priyal, come here. Um, you know, we have our own uh, personal names that we use, but um, among friends and family, she's usually known as Piyu, which is short for Priyal. And after watching me for all these years, um, I don't even know how many YouTube channels I have anymore, but I have at least seven or so. Um, but this is the one I'm definitely most active on, Buddhist books. Um, she, anyway, she has decided to go ahead and start a YouTube channel called Pursuits of Pew. So please do click through and subscribe to that. And then if you don't mind, come back and finish watching this video. All right, enough about that. Um, so I will go ahead and get to the reading. If this is the first time you're seeing me, um, you might, you may wish to click here and uh, start at the beginning of the Tipitaka with uh, Tipitaka part one rather than 101. Forfeiture, Nisagia, at one time, the Enlightened One, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anatta Pindika's monastery. Now at that time, several nuns, having spent the rains in a village residence, went to Savati, keeping the customs, dignified in deportment, badly dressed, wearing shabby robes. So keeping the customs, uh, oh, it was enumerated on in uh, a thousand years later by one of the, uh, the famous Theravadan scholar monks. So we'll get to that in a few years. All right. Next, uh, lay followers having seen these nuns thinking, quote, these nuns are keeping the customs, three dots, wearing shabby robes. These nuns will have been robbed. Hmm. These nuns will have been robbed. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know what that means. I'll just keep reading and see how it uh, pans out. Either this is a bad translation or I don't know what... End quote. <clears throat> Gave robe material to the order of nuns not at the right time. The nun Tulananda, yes, as uh, portrayed by the wicked stepmother in Cinderella, um, Tulananda saying, quote, Our katina cloth is, parentheses, formally, end parentheses, made. It was robe material given at the right time. End quote. Having allotted it, had it distributed, the lay followers, having seen those nuns, spoke thus, quote, Was not the robe material received by the ladies? End quote. Quote, We did not receive robe material, sirs, the lady to Lananda, saying, quote, then quotes, Our katina cloth is, parentheses, formally, and parentheses, made. It was robe material given at the right time. End quote, then quotes, having allotted it, had it distributed. End quote. Well, this one's about as clear as mud, isn't it? The lay followers, three dots, spread it about, saying, quote, 
How can the lady Tulananda, thinking that robe material parentheses given end parentheses not at the right time was robe material parentheses given end parentheses at the right time, having allotted it, have it distributed? End quote. Nuns heard these lay followers who three dots spread it about. Those who were modest nuns, three dots spread it about, saying, quote, How can the Lady Tulananda, thinking three dots, have it distributed? End quote. Then these nuns told this matter to the monks, the monks three dots to the Lord. He said, quote, Is it true, as is said, monks, that the nun Tulananda, three dots, had it distributed, and quote, quote, it is true, Lord, and quote, the enlightened one, the Lord, rebuked them, saying, quote, how, monks, can the nun Tulananda, uh, three dots, have it distributed? It is not, monks, for pleasing those who are not, you can go, who are not, parentheses, yet, and parentheses, pleased. I don't want to cover the banner here. The people listening to the audio only are probably like, what is he talking about? But anyway, uh, had it distributed, and quote, right. It is not, monks, for pleasing those who are not, parentheses, yet, and parentheses, pleased. Three dots, this rule of training, whatever none. Thinking that robe material, parentheses given, end parentheses, not at the right time, is robe material, parentheses given, end parentheses, at the right time, having allotted it, should have it distributed, there is an offense of expiation involving forfeiture, end quote. <clears throat> Whatever means three dots. Next time we'll do the flashback. None means three dots. Robe material, parentheses given, and parentheses, not at the right time, means some that has accrued during the 11 months when the Katina cloth is not, parentheses, formally, and parentheses, made. Some that has accrued during the seven months when the Katina cloth is, parentheses, formally and parentheses made a gift parentheses of material and parentheses offered even at the right time this means robe material parentheses given and parentheses not at the right time if thinking quote it is robe material parentheses given and parentheses at the right time and quote having allotted it she has it distributed in the action, there is an offensive wrongdoing. On acquisition, it is to be forfeited. It should be forfeited to an order or to a group or to one nun, and thus, monks, should it be forfeited. Quote, ladies, I'm thinking that this robe material, parentheses given, end parentheses, not at the right time, was robe material, parentheses given, end parentheses, at the right time having allotted it, caused it to be distributed, it is to be forfeited by me. I forfeit it to the order. End quote. Three dots. Quote. Three dots. 
Let the order give back three dots. They should give back three dots. I would like to give back three dots, Polytech Society. You can have it. Keep them. Keep your three dots. Sorry. Um, I'll continue. Anyway, I will give back parentheses this robe material and parentheses to the lady. End quote. She thinks that it is robe material, parentheses given, and parentheses not at the right time. When it is robe material, parentheses given, and parentheses not at the right time. And saying, quote, it is robe material, parentheses given, and parentheses at the right time, end quote. Having allotted it, she has it distributed. There is an offensive expiation involving forfeiture. If she is in doubt as to whether it is robe material, parentheses given, and parentheses not at the right time, three dots. There is an offensive wrongdoing. If she thinks that it is robe material, so uh, just sidebar, it's interesting. If you pay close attention to this paragraph, it's always the same paragraph, but it's always a little different. So in this case, if she didn't realize she was doing something wrong, and, uh, but she was, it's just a wrongdoing. If she knew she was doing something wrong and did it, then it's an offensive expiation involving forfeiture. There's other rules where it doesn't matter whether you knew or not. Like if you stay out past, you know, whatever time and you're not supposed to stay out that late and you're like, oh, I didn't realize it was that late. You're still guilty of the crime. There's no, no excuse in that sense, right? All right, but anyway, there is an offensive wrongdoing. If she thinks that it is robe material, parentheses given, and parentheses at the right time, when it is robe material, parentheses given, not at the right time, three dots, there is no offense. If she thinks that it is robe material, parentheses given, and parentheses not at the right time, when it is robe material, parentheses given, and parentheses at the right time, there is an offensive wrongdoing. If she is in doubt as to whether it is robe material, parentheses given, and parentheses at the right time, there is an offensive wrongdoing. If she thinks that it is robe material, parentheses given, and parentheses at the right time, when it is robe material, parentheses given, and parentheses at the right time, there is no offense. There is no offense if she thinks that it is robe material, parentheses given, and parentheses not at the right time, when it is robe material, parentheses, given and parentheses, not at the right time, and has it distributed. If she thinks that it is robe material, parentheses, given and parentheses, at the right time, when it is robe material, parentheses, given at the right time, and has it distributed. If she is mad, if she is the first wrongdoer. Wow, that last paragraph, just like all the clarity I thought I had about that rule just kind of went out the window with that last paragraph. So... If it's given not at the right time, and she's like, ah, this is not the right time. Okay, sisters, have some material. That's fine. If it's given at the right time, and she's like, this is the right time, and then distributes it, that's fine. It's only when it's given at the wrong time, but she thinks it's the right time, and she distributes it. But then in that one paragraph, as I mentioned, if she thought that it was the right time. Well, anyway, this is one of those rules that's like, definitely, probably not very important 
for somebody who wants to really get into um, like the nitty gritty of Buddhism. It's like I read it because I've committed to read all of the rules. That one in particular, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a little bit of character development for Tulananda and uh, a little bit of insight into how seriously they take getting robes and robe material at the right time. The Katina cloth, if I recall correctly, is something that's gifted at the end of the reigns. So there's a little bit of logic to, um, you know, the right time and the wrong time to receive robes and robe material. And uh, I don't know, just thinking if, if there were no rules whatsoever about robes and robe material, and then also there's another rule about how many robes you're allowed to have, then the order of monks could like, turn into like a, uh, a cloth, a clothing manufacturing, you know, like a middleman or something, you know, like a retail, uh, organization, you know, where they're just like all going around collecting robes, get robes over here, get robes in January, February. No, there's certain times where they get robes. So the rest of the time they're supposed to be studying or, uh, meditating or, you know, going out for alms and that kind of thing, teaching. So, right, there it is. Um, if you have any thoughts about it, if you think maybe I missed something that uh, I should be paying more attention to, please do let me know. So that was Nisagia 2. I'm just going to read one more. Nisagia 3. At one time, the Enlightened One, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anattapindika's monastery. Now at that time, the nun Tulananda, having exchanged a robe with a certain nun, made use of it. Then that nun, having folded up that robe, laid it aside. The nun Tulananda spoke thus to that nun, quote, Lady, that robe which was exchanged by you with me, where is that robe? End quote. Then that nun, having taken out that robe, showed it to the nun Tulananda. The nun Tulananda spoke thus to that nun, quote, Lady, take back your robe. Give me this robe. That which is yours is yours. That which is mine is mine. Give this to me. Take away your own, end quote. And she tore it away. Then that nun told this matter to the nuns, three dots, to the monks, the monks, three dots, to the Lord. He said, quote, Is it true, as is said, monks, that the nun Tulananda, three dots, tore it away? And, quote, quote, it is true, Lord, and, quote, the enlightened one, the Lord, rebuked them, saying, quote, how, monks, can the nun Tulananda, three dots, tear it away? It is not, monks, for pleasing those who are not, parentheses yet, end parentheses, pleased. Three dots, this rule of training. Whatever nun, having exchanged a robe with a nun, should afterwards speak thus, quote within quotes, Lady, take your robe, give this robe to me, that which is yours is yours, that which is mine is mine, Give this to me, take away your own, and quote within quotes, parentheses and, and parentheses, should 
tear it away, or should cause, parentheses, another, end parentheses, to tear it away, there is an offense of expiation involving forfeiture. End quote. Whatever means, three dots. None means, three dots. With a none means, with another none. Robe means any one robe of the six parentheses kinds of end parentheses robes, parentheses including end parentheses, the least one fit for assignment. Having exchanged means something large for something small or something small for something large. Should tear it away means if she tears it away herself, there is an offense of expiation involving forfeiture. Should cause, parentheses, another, and parentheses, to tear it away, means. If she commands another, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If, having commanded once, she then tears many away, it is to be forfeited. It should be forfeited to an order, or to a group, or to one none. And thus, monks, should it be forfeited. Quote, then, quotes, ladies. Having exchanged this robe with a nun, it was torn away by me to be forfeited. I forfeit it to the order. End quote within quotes, three dots. Quote within quotes, the order should give back three dots. Let the ladies give back three dots. I will give back, parentheses, this robe, and parentheses, to the lady. End quote within quotes, if she thinks that she is ordained when she is ordained, parentheses, and, and parentheses, having exchanged a robe, tears it away, or causes, parentheses, another, and parentheses, to tear it away, there is an offensive expiation involving forfeiture. If she is in doubt as to whether she is ordained, three dots. If she thinks that she is not ordained when she is ordained, three dots, involving forfeiture. See? Well, anyway, having exchanged another requisite, if she tears it away or causes parentheses another and parentheses to tear it away, there is an offense of wrongdoing. Now, this is interesting because the robe, at least, I mean, from what I've read in Dogen, uh, I mean, from the writings of the, the, the lectures of Dogen in the 1200s, the robe is very sacred, almost magical. Um, the, there's a certain uh, respect and honor given to the robe as the sort of the vehicle of um, one's path, of one's journey. It's, you know, the signifier of this is the path chosen by this individual. They're not wearing street clothes, they're wearing this. Um, so they're, they're on their, their path. And so there's a certain amount of respect given to the robe. Now, what we just read, that last line, was saying if if someone trades their robe for like a rock, let's say, but then they want their robe back and they tear it away and give back the rock, it's a wrongdoing. Not an offensive expiation involving forfeiture. Where if you traded your robe for someone else's robe, but then you change your mind and tear it away. It's an offensive expiation involving forfeiture, a much higher crime. So if you, if a nun says, I have this rock, and you say, oh, I'll give you, you're a nun, right? And you say, I'll give my robe for that rock. But then you say, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I should have kept my robe. 
take your rock and you just give the rock and you tear the robe away from the sister and take it back, it's a wrongdoing, not, a, not expiation regarding forfeiture. So it's something about the exchanging of robes. I don't know. It's interesting. I only have questions, not answers. I'll be thinking about that for the rest of my life. Anyway, not every day, but bless you. Um, okay, right. Having exchanged a robe or another requisite with one who is not ordained, if she tears it away or causes parentheses another and parentheses to tear it away, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If she thinks that she is ordained when she is not ordained, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If she is in doubt as to whether she is not ordained, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If she thinks that she is not ordained when she is not ordained, there is an offense of wrongdoing. There is no offense if she gives it or takes it from her in a friendly manner. If she is mad, if she is the first wrongdoer. So the, the real crime was tearing it away in a, uh, an unfriendly manner. But even if you do that, even if you tear it away in an unfriendly manner, it's not such a big crime if there wasn't an exchange of robes. Well, as I mentioned, um, next uh, episode will be Padmasambhava Part 8. And uh, then we'll resume with the Tibitaka recitals in um, episode 171 of Buddhist Books Podcast. And so Tibitaka Part 102 won't be next time. It'll be the time after that. If you enjoyed yourself and you're watching on YouTube um, and you would be interested in seeing another one of these videos again, I would very much love it if you wouldn't mind uh, subscribing to the channel. Um, all right, uh, that's all out of me. I cleaned up today, so I'm feeling good. Things were a little dusty, so, so it's nice to be in a clean office temple. All right, I will go ahead and close with the usual prayer. To the north and to the south, to the east and to the west, to the spirits of light among us and to the spirits below, we send out our reverent love and compassion. May all beings be happy. May all beings be serene. May all beings Until next time.